Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another banger episode of A Journey with Quinton Munyake. I've been snacking on chocksticks for the past 30 minutes. I know it's incredibly unhealthy to be eating sweet stuff in the morning and chocolate in the morning, but I just couldn't help it. Now, that's, that's become my weekly routine. Every week before I start recording an episode, I will munch on a snack. And it's got to be something sweet or chocolatey. I find it very difficult for me to have cereal or anything like savory this early in the morning. So, and it also just gets me, it gets me in the mood of recording, basically. So, hence, like, I'm able to record so early in the morning without, <laughs> without having to, without having to re-record another 10, 20 times. I don't know, just the chocolates, the chocolates just keep me in the mood, but then they're not, they they don't do well for my skin, to be honest, they don't do well for my skin, Um, and yeah, my, my one specific colleague who is going to listen to this later on, uh, is not going to be very happy with me, because I've got, I've got colleagues who are always trying to warn me about eating sweet stuff because of my skin. And this one particular colleague is not going to be happy with me now that I've admitted on air that I eat chocolates before I record. But it gets me into the mood. You know, a lot of people, they drink water and they do like vocal training before they get on stage and perform. Chocksticks does it for me. And there was a time when chocksticks were discontinued for a while, actually. Chocksticks were discontinued for a while. Um... And now, like two, three years ago, all of a sudden now they've been brought back onto the market. Not a complaint, it's just an observation. I'm very happy. The more chocksticks, the better. So, uh, between me and you, this is my second box of chocksticks that I'm, that I'm diving into this weekend. I had, I had a box yesterday. I'm having another box today. <laughs> but hey, but hey, uh, YOLO. I feel like YOLO can apply to the situation right now. And it was last night, it was Saturday night. And, you know, ever since, ever since I've moved, ever since I've moved aside, I've just been cooped up in the house um, because it's just a weird transition, man. It's just a very weird transition because I don't know anyone this side. So, like, it's very difficult for me to just hit someone up and make plans um, because all of my friends are back in my hometown and now it's it's a completely different world. So I've just been cooped up in the house. Not stress eating. I think I've just been eating because there's nothing else that I can do. <laughs> there's nothing else that I can do. Um, outside of work, I'm literally at the stage whereby I'm working and then after work, I get home. And then I work some more and then I go to sleep. So I kind of miss having, I kind of miss having free time. It's weird. You know how we, we want to be busy and we wish to be busy and we wish for success and we pray for success. But then when you're on the verge of success, then you start missing, you start missing the simplicity of how life was before life got so busy. Um, so yeah, I miss... I miss the simplicity 
but I'm enjoying where I am right now. Because I got to a level whereby I know exactly what I'm capable of and I know exactly what I can do. And if you give me the right tools, I will 100% execute. Um, hell, I'll even bring my own tools and I will still execute. Don't give me tools and I will still execute. So I know exactly what I can, what I can achieve. But yeah, it's, I just miss the simplicity. <laughs> Life was very simple before it got this busy, but I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I'm not complaining. Um, there's a question that I want to throw at you before, before we get into today's episode. So today's episode, we're talking about relationships. And this one question that I'm going to throw at you is also about relationships. So today is just a relationship theme, basically. So today's episode, we're talking about relationships. And we are going to be talking about... Instagram relationships versus private relationships. But we're going to get to that in a minute. Um, I want to start by posing a question to you guys. Right? So when it comes to relationships, how do you feel about your partner engaging and being friends with your friends? So from the, from the onset, let me just be honest, from the onset... <laughs> you know, I think before I was sitting on the fence, I was sitting on the fence because, okay, let's put it this way, right? So I've got a colleague, I've got a colleague at work and he feels very uncomfortable with his friends speaking to his girlfriend and interacting with his girlfriend, okay? Okay. And I could tell that this was troubling him. So obviously, obviously this, this might have been a very recent incident. <laughs> Excuse me. This might have been a very recent incident. So we were discussing about this and we were talking about the fact that he is, he feels so uncomfortable and it makes, it makes him feel insecure is the wrong word. I just think it, it upsets him about the fact that now his boys are speaking to his girl without his knowledge and they're interacting with his girl without his knowledge um so from the beginning right from the beginning um i had said to him i said to him and this is why like it's so important to talk to people i had said to him that if i was in your shoes i wouldn't have a problem with it right but then now he's starting to unravel and now he's starting to explain the story to me and now it's it's kind of opening my eyes because i think some of us we end up being so naive to ourselves, if that's a thing. Or we end up being naive to the situations that are happening around us because we are so blinded by love. So I had said to him that, hey, look, I really don't have a problem with it. If, if my friends want to have a conversation with my girl, uh, that's fine. I'm aware of it, okay? I introduced you. The only reason why my my girl has my boy's number is because i introduced the both of them together and i had said to him i said well maybe it's because of an emergency what if there's an emergency and my boys need to have a chat with my girl or they need to get a hold of my girl because they can't get a hold of me right 
so i was very like i was very stern and i was very adamant with where i was coming from but now he started to unravel the story and which obviously i'm not going to i'm not going to divulge on air but it was a very interesting conversation um and he was starting to unravel and he was starting to tell me everything that was happening like step by step by step by step and like it yo that really opened my eyes that really opened my eyes and he asked me he said Quinton after everything that I've told you yes I understand you don't have a problem with that and he knows he knows I'm one of those people that respect my respect my privacy and I will I will respect your privacy as well so whatever you do on your phone whatever you do in your free time um I mean unless I put a ring on it I think like we need to make that evidently clear the only time where I feel like communication should be like your not even just communication but like I feel like everything should come together once you've put a ring on it so the moment you are my wife and I'm your husband what you do with your free time should be my business what I do with my free time should be your business so I've I've always kind of been on that on that leveling field you know so if I haven't put a ring on it hey whatever you do with your free time you can do with your free time Obviously I would appreciate you communicating with me so at least I know if I don't hear from you I know where you were or I know where you are. So I don't know and that's why I'm saying like I feel like it makes me so naive and it makes me so blind to things that could be happening right in front of me. Um maybe I do see these things it's just that I choose to ignore them. Um so anyways um he was telling me that Quentin I know this is you're a firm believer of the fact that you know you need to respect one another's privacy um and you need to have your own lives and you need to have your own people within your own lives but honestly how do you feel about your your partner's friends being friends with your partner and meeting up with your partner so i don't know and you, and you know what he asked me he then asked me because obviously i had said to him that what if there's an emergency right and my boys need to get a hold of my girl and then he asked me but quentin what kind of emergency would there be for your for your boys to try get a hold of your girl for your boys to try get a hold of your girl, what kind of emergency because i feel as if i feel as if if there is an emergency that happens and we are at the level whereby your boys need to contact your girl and they're not trying to contact your family. I feel like the only time that should happen is when we are married. That's the only time when we are married and obviously you you must remember the moment you marry I'm going to I'm going to sound like I'm not a marriage counselor but like in my head this is what I imagine marriage to be. So when you marry your partner, I feel like you are marrying your partner. You're not marrying your partner's family and your partner's friends. You're marrying marrying your partner. So obviously if there is an emergency, right? And let's say we have moved very far away from home and our family is 10 hours away. 
and the only people that we have in the close vicinity are our friends that's whereby i feel in an emergency my boys can contact my girl or her friends can contact me right that's that's the situation that i've kind of created for myself and ever since that uh, ever since that conversation i have to be honest i kind of it's interesting i look i don't disagree nor agree um but i'm kind of swaying in the direction of the fact that yo maybe i do agree with him a little bit because what what are my friends doing speaking to my girlfriend what are they talking about what is the point you have your own friends why are my boys speaking to my girl why are my boys on a video call with my girl why like you you know what i mean i and since that conversation i'm trying to put myself in a real situation i wouldn't be able to have a conversation with my girlfriend's friends and i wouldn't be able to go out with my girl's girlfriend's friends i like it doesn't make sense so obviously he's a lot is going on or a lot has happened for him to think that way and like my thoughts have been with him ever since because that's some deep serious ish that's going on right there but like i also it would just make me feel uncomfortable like why why is my girlfriend's friend contacting me unless you're trying to organize a surprise party for her but that's like where you draw the line you know that's where you draw the line so you know i just wanted to throw that question out or you know that little story out at you guys because it got it really got me thinking it really got me thinking like what where do you stand where do you stand in your in your partner's private life should you be should you be friends with your partner's friends should you not should you contact your partner's friends in case of an emergency if you can't get a hold of your partner's family which i feel like that should be the first point you got to resort to your partner's family in case of an emergency so it really that really got me thinking so i just wanted to get that off my chest um i wanted to get that off my chest and hopefully hopefully it's a discussion that we can have in the future because i find it very interesting and hopefully i think maybe it's a topic that we should discuss by itself on this very show maybe i should create um a segment just for that uh and you know what honestly speaking like i am in the process of trying to navigate getting guests because these people that i speak to on a daily basis are the perfect people to have on my show so it's just unfortunate that now i live on the opposite end of the world <laughs> and and in terms of time it's just not it's not conducive it's not conducive um and obviously the time of my recording very early on a sunday morning um but the the people that i speak to on a daily basis like i would love to have them on my show so um they have agreed so now it it's really just a matter of time man it's just a matter of time so i think i'm going to have to adjust my schedule a little bit and and see maybe i can do some pre-recording cuz i want to have these conversations in person with you guys on the show i don't want to 
I don't want to give you guys a replay of the discussions that I've had in the past week. I want to have those discussions live on the show, but that's something that's going to, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to plan and I'm going to organize around it. Um, some very exciting news as well. Let me just drop the news while, while I have your attention. I hope I still have your attention. I've just opened up my new business, Rafiki's Artistry. So we're going to go big with that one. So I specialize in social media management, uh, specializing in voice, hosting, and photography. So yo, I'm going to take Rafiki's Artistry to the next level. So I'm, I'm on Instagram at Rafiki's underscore artistry. That's my very own business CEO and founder. I am aiming for the stars. I'm reaching for the stars. So I'd really appreciate the support in that front. But season two is coming up very soon as well. Season two is coming up very soon. Um, I'm still in the planning phase, but we're going to go bigger, harder and better. But thank you everyone so much for listening in thus far. Guys, we are going to expand exponentially. But for today, for this morning, on this beautiful Sunday morning, the 19th of March, I want us to talk about private relationships versus Instagram relationships. Right now, uh, in this in this day and age, there's this whole psychology of showing love on social media, right? So I think for most couples, they have a need for showing off their relationships on social media because that action is usually motivated by a need to feel more connected to their partners and to announce to the world that they are taken. Sometimes... I like I'd come across a situation whereby someone is so insecure in the relationship that they feel the need to just constantly post on social media. By the way, I'm sitting I'm sitting in the dark in anticipation for load shedding because the app says I'm meant to have load shedding right now. <laughs> right? And all the I haven't opened the I haven't opened the blinds yet. The sun the sun is due to rise in the next few hours, right? But I haven't opened the blinds or whatever. So I've got my torch on, and I switched the lights off. But I, but the TV the TV is the TV is still on. Uh, but the sun the sun is due to rise in the next. Well, I say a few hours, but the the sun is due to rise in the next hour. Or so, but I'm I meant to have load shedding like as we speak, but it's like okay, so I'm sitting in the dark for absolutely nothing. But anyways, so I came across a situation where by this person was so insecure in the relationship and I felt the need to just constantly like post and constantly validate themselves in the relationship and prove that they are taken and prove that this person is also taken. You know, when you try and prove a point to say that I'm trying to mark my territory. So this person is my person. So I'm going to post my person as much as I can. So no one can try and take my person. Right? But like I end up asking myself, why is it so important for the world to see the love that is meant to be shared between two people? 
why does romance that is supposed to be a very intimate, personal and sacred emotion require public exhibition? So it, it got me thinking, it got me thinking and I'm not, I'm not judging by all means. To be honest, I come from relationships whereby my relationship was on social media, on Instagram and Facebook. A few of my relationships were in the public, to be honest. And it wasn't because I was feeling insecure or naive. I, it's just because I, I, really, I really enjoyed the whole, you know, posting romantic situations together. So I really started to think about the whole Instagram relationship kind of thing. And I think, I think it's, one of, it's one of the many ways to make your partner feel special and celebrate their love with the world. Now, I want, I want you guys to just bear with me, right? So obviously, like, I'm going to, I'm going to give both ends of the spectrum here. Private versus Instagram. Okay, I'm going to give both ends of the spectrum. And obviously I'm going to I'm going to share what my thoughts are and where I stand. Right? So ultimately I'm going to tell you guys where I stand. But right now, right now, I'm trying to cover both aspects and neither is wrong or right. But through a social expression of love, you let the world know how important this other person is to you. And in that process, it also makes your partner feel more confident. They feel a lot more confident. I guess they feel less anxious and they feel a lot more secure in the relationship. Maybe it's also a way for couples to reassure themselves and the world of the romantic stability in their relationship. Sometimes the reason why people try to showcase their relationships and more so on special occasions is because scientifically it kind of, and you know, I love speaking about science and scientifically. So scientifically it like, it almost, it releases certain hormones and endorphins i don't know if i'm using the correct scientific terminology right i did biology i didn't do science isn't but no but biology is a form of science is it not but like i didn't do i didn't do physical science like i didn't do i feel like physical science i was so bad with numbers so now I need to I need to perform my own experiment and I need to draw up my own experiment and I need to combine CO2 with H2O mixed with FOR <laughs> what <laughs> what so physical science was a bad subject for me so I mean I did biology so hey look it's been years so I don't even remember <laughs> I don't even remember these things but I think hormones I think it's hormones that are being no and it's endorphins right it's the same it's the same endorphins as when you you know when you're eating chocolate and you really love chocolate or when you're eating a, a certain type of food that you really love like it just it releases it just releases those excitable emotions <laughs> for lack of a better term 
for lack of a better term, it just releases those exciting emotions, those exciting endorphins. So those those certain those certain hormones and endorphins are being released and those trigger the need for acceptance, popularity and building on self-esteem. It's nice for people to know that they are happy in the relationship. It's so nice just to show off. It's so nice. Let's just think about it. Like when you when you show off that you're in a happy relationship or you're happy with your job, or you you happy with the car that you're driving or the city that you're living in, it it just releases it releases those beautiful endorphins and it just makes you feel good. It makes you feel good and it makes you feel popular. If you think about it, you know when you post a picture on Instagram and you get that notification that someone has liked your picture. That is like, that's like instant gratification. You get the Instagram notification that someone has liked your picture. I feel like it's the same, it's the same feeling because that boosts your self-confidence and it boosts your self-esteem so it's just nice it's just nice for people to know like they don't need to know they don't need to know how happy you are in your relationship and they don't need to know that you've just gone scuba diving this weekend but it's nice it's nice for them to know you don't need you don't need to know that i've just had sushi or i'm having sushi but it's just nice for you to know it's just nice for you to know. Also, I grew up in a home where by like sushi wasn't even like part of our vocabulary. So I I ate bup every single day. I lived in a home whereby we ate bup every day and it was sometimes we wouldn't even have meat, like it would just be bup and eggs. So I grew up in a in a situation, in a family situation whereby it was just Bup, eggs, meat would be on the odd occasion. For us to have meat, it would be on the odd occasion. So things like sushi and uh, even takeouts, even takeouts, that was that was a rare occasion. <laughs> Getting takeouts, that would be on a rare Friday or a Saturday after after sports. So um, yeah, it's you know sushi sushi and and nice food basically nice food that was just it's just a rarity it was it was a rarity so you don't need to know that i'm eating good food but it's nice for you to know because it just feeds on my endorphins and my self-esteem and my confidence and whatever you know i it's nice for you to know that i'm having a good time with my friends and my family you don't need to know but it's nice for you to know in a world Dominated by social media, it seems natural to seek approval for ourselves and our relationships through the medium. And that there is no harm in sharing warm photos of our time spent together. Our world is so dominated by social media and the social media norms of posting where you're going what you're eating who you're with it's just it's a normality it's a normality it's become a part of our lives we try to fight it but ultimately at the end of the day we cannot move away from social media 
I think what's very what's very important, right? That this is what we need to bear in mind, right? Social media is not bad. Social media is not bad. In my previous podcasts, it may sound as if I'm against social media, but 100%, I am not against social media. The only thing I'm against is how people use social media. So right now, right now, I have got two businesses under my name, and those two businesses are thriving on social media. Those two businesses need social media to thrive. So it's all about our usage of social media. And remember, what you punch in, what you punch into the internet, you're going to receive. So if you're going to, it's like, it's the same thing as a GPS. You know how sometimes, you know, sometimes people blame the GPS for getting them lost. What are you saying? How can you, how can you blame, how can you blame a computer for getting you lost? You were the person that punched in that wrong address. (laughs) Right? I don't know. I don't know how true this is. Okay? I've never been in a situation whereby a GPS gets me lost. Because like even even if a place is under renovations and that place have has now moved to like a different location, I'm a hundred percent certain that they've updated it on the web and on the GPS navigation site and on Google Maps. So I've never been so I'm I'm speaking from a place of um, privilege let's call it privilege let's just call a spade a spade I'm speaking from a place of privilege so I've never been in a situation whereby I punch in an address and then the GPS takes me around the sun I've never been in that situation but something something that I've learned in high school is that the information that you punch into the computer is the information that you're going to receive so that I, I did IT at school and that was one thing that stuck with me all of these years it's always what you punch into the system so like i found it strange how you know we we tend to blame social media right but i mean it's it's so easy to just like switch it off or you don't even need to switch it off but adjust it's so easy to just adjust to what you pay attention to so I, I've gone through a phase, I probably should not be admitting this on the show, but I'm already here, there's no going back. So I've gotten to a point in my life whereby I've adjusted my Twitter feed, so I've adjusted uh, the people that I follow. So I used to follow a whole lot of news, like I used to follow ENCA and I used to follow, oh, I still follow News24. Like, I like to keep up to date with, like, major news. But I used to keep up with all of the major news um, handles. Because I used to, like, I liked to be in the know. But, like, you know, ever since COVID, it was just negativity. Even before COVID, like, it was just negativity. So, I got, I got to the point whereby I realized that these people are just pushing like corruption, poverty, negativity, the whole way through. That is something that I'm already aware of. And that is something that we're already trying to change. But that's all you're just pushing. That's all you're just pushing. So I decided to adjust my Twitter feed. And I decided to follow more sports 
I decided to follow more IT, more nerdy, geeky stuff. Gives me joy. But I still follow um, News24 and I still keep up to date with the major happenings that are happening in and around the world. But it's all about what you put in. It's all about what you put in. So, yeah, I mean, social media, world domination. And I feel like it's only going to get better. Like, just as long as... Like, I heard now that TikTok is has put on a time limit for people who are under the age of 18. So, like, how are they going to keep track of that? I mean, that's still yet to be found out. But I find that's, like, very interesting. Like, if we can do that globally, globally, that's amazing. That's fantastic, man. So, yes, obviously, social media is now taking over everything. You know, so, yeah, I mean, I really don't feel like there is any harm you know, there's no harm in sharing warm photos of yourself and your partner on a cruise or having a picnic, you know. But, I don't know, like, it ends up just being a vicious cycle, right? It ends up being a vicious cycle of now we are planning dates according to what people want to see. Instead of planning a picnic and enjoying the moment, you now want to go out with your partner and you want to go and see the latest movies and take pictures of yourselves in the cinema or take picture take pictures of the movie you're going to watch because that's the hype. There's a new movie that's just dropped. I'm going to go see it with my partner. What about you? I'm going out to a fancy restaurant and they've got beautiful sushi and t-bone steaks that's what we're having for our anniversary dinner what about you that is this it's a terrible cyclical nature because now instead of living in the moment now you are living for the moment of pleasing others and now it's even worse you know instagram now that instagram has introduced the fact that you can like someone's story and you can you know when you see those red hearts pop up after you've posted a story it makes you feel good let's just be honest when you post a story and you go back and you watch your own story and then you see the red hearts pop up on the on the bottom left of your screen to show that like people have liked your story that's such a good feeling (laughs) it's such a good feeling so obviously when you're posting yourself and you're out with your partner and you're eating sushi or you're on a boat cruise or you're watching a movie and you know you see those little red hearts popping up it's a good feeling it is a good feeling however however a perfectly planned date could go horribly wrong you know why what if your phone doesn't have enough battery to capture all the moments how frustrating is that Because let's think about it, right? Now, there is a surge of couple pictures cozying up together and sharing a memory from an important moment in their lives together. There's There's just a mad surge of couples doing that. So, you plan the perfect date with your partner. The perfect date with your partner and... As you're about to take pictures and videos, you realize that your phone is sitting on 3%. How do you think that will make a person feel? 
is that going to ruin the moment? Is that going to ruin the day? I think for a lot of couples who live their lives for social media, I think it does. It does. Truth be told, personally speaking, the only thing that ruins my day when I have a low battery on my phone is the fact that I can't listen to music. That's it. That is it. Music is a big role for me. Music plays a big role for me in my life. Music is the priority. Huge priority. So when I get into the car and I try to connect to Bluetooth, then I realize that it's on 3% and then my phone dies, then I got to switch to the radio. That there's nothing that ruins my day more than that. But honestly speaking, I like to live in the moment. If I'm out with someone and we're going out for food, 100%, yes, I like to capture the moment, but I don't want to make it everything. So here's what I do, right? This is, I'm speaking from a personal experience. So what I do is I take pictures and I take videos of the experience that I'm having, and then I put my phone down. Only then when I get home, then do I post the pictures and I post the videos. But when I'm in the moment, I'm 100% fully in the moment. When the food gets there, I take two pictures, put my phone away. Take a video, put my phone away. When I take my dog, even when I take my dogs for a walk, believe it or not, I take my dogs for a walk. I take a picture and a video of my dogs, then I put my phone away. Only when I get back home, am I going to post those pictures and those videos? When I post the video of myself singing while I'm driving, I take the video and then I put my phone away. Only then, when I get home or when I get to my destination, that's when I post those pictures or those videos. That's just how I just like to live in the moment. At the same time, I like to capture the moment. I'm a videographer. I'm a photographer. And now photography is part of my second company, my official company. It's part of that. So I just love some, I love to document and I love to, to capture moments. I like to capture art in motion, which is my slogan. <laughs> Rafiki's artistry, art in motion. So I'm a videographer by nature. I'm a photographer by nature. I just, I love capturing moments. However, I don't allow that to take away from the moment itself. I'd rather post when I get to the destination or when I get home. So imagine if your phone battery dies. What are you going to do in that situation? How are you going to feel in that situation? Vicious or not, it's a cycle that has caught even the most reasonable person. It's just a vicious cycle. But now I'm thinking, on the other hand, We have to strive to share kindly and authentically. If you're going to share your personal experiences on social media, remember to share kindly and authentically. By keeping your relationship off social media, it helps you stay in the moment. We get so consumed by capturing moments and posting them on the gram 
while we forget to enjoy the moment itself. It also increases a sense of authenticity. I love that word. It increases a sense of authenticity. By taking social media out of the equation, especially during special moments, your relationship will feel a lot more real. There is a lot less pressure. By focusing less on social media and more on being present in the moment, you'll also be relieving a huge amount of pressure. Because at most times, social media becomes less about sharing moments and more about keeping up appearances. It's just sometimes, it's not necessarily a facade. It's, it, you know, we're not, we, we're not calling people fake. You know, if you want to share your relationship on social media, 100%, by all means, go ahead. We are not calling you fake. And we're not, we're not saying that it's a facade. But now you must remember that you've got to keep up appearances. You have to keep up appearances. And one thing we have to bear in mind, people will only post the successes. Or when everything is going well and good in their life, that's what people post. But people never post the fights and the arguments and the failures. And when things are just going horribly wrong, they don't post that. So now you have to, you've, you've developed a culture whereby now you have to keep up appearances and now you have to keep up, you know, this happy-go-lucky act because that's what you have instilled in the minds of your followers. But by keeping your relationship off social media, you are removing the pressure to keep up appearances. I've also realized that it removes comparison. Comparison is a big one when it comes to social media relationships and Instagram relationships because it may seem unconscious. However, there is always a nagging sense of comparison and a constant comparison works against your own mental health and the health of the relationship because 90% of the time, you want to see what other couples are doing. And in a way, you almost wish that your relationship was the same. That's so painful. That is so painful. You are going to... You, you put yourself in a state of mind whereby you wish your relationship was like someone else's. Because they're posting themselves going out on holiday every month. Every weekend, they're going out to fancy dinners. But I can't stress this enough. I can't stress this enough. Remember, people are entitled to choose what they post on social media. You never know what is happening behind closed doors. You never know what is happening behind the screen of that cell phone. I could be recording the best moment right now, but I'm not speaking to my partner. I have booked a very fancy dinner and we couldn't cancel and I've just had a very big argument with my partner and we are very upset but I'm going to take a picture and a video of the food because that's what I want you guys to see I want I want to pretend that we're happy and I want to keep up appearances as you see that you wish you wish 
that your relationship was more like mine but you don't know what my relationship is like behind closed doors behind closed doors you don't know what my relationship is like off the screen so if if we can annihilate slaughter kill squash comparing our relationships our mental health is going to thrive and not only our own mental health but the mental health in the relationship you constantly want to see what other couples are doing and you wish to be like them but truthfully the only thing that matters is what you and your partner are doing and the only thing that matters is the connection you have in real life ultimately you deserve someone who brings peace to your chaos and loves you to pieces relationships need love but they don't stay alive on love alone choices keep them alive choosing loyalty faithfulness sacrifice commitment those are the choices that keep relationships alive even choosing to love when you don't feel like loving laugh every day read often eat healthy I'm sending love and light your way. Bye-bye.